baby, like, I don't know, a turtle. <laughs> or, as our first lady suggested, a breakfast taco. I mean, is there any instance where other than a human being has been born? It's not a question of turtles, or I'm, I'm not really sure. The question on the table is uh, about abortion, for sure. Uh, we can argue all day that, it's, that abortion is health care. It certainly is not health care to the baby. Health care protects life. But if we're talking about a person, which we are, we're not talking a taco. We're talking a person in the womb. Yep. I'll call you back. I have to help these guys. Pretty much right. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Trey Ware here, KTSA, Sean's off, 210-599-5555. Yeah, I mean, that whole hearing yesterday just got stupid because the Democrat witnesses that were up there, they were talking about, uh, well, this is self-love, man. You know, when you have an abortion, that, that's a self-love as well. What, 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 I'm, I'm showing my self-love to myself, you know? That's what an abortion is. Because I, I wanted to do so much more with my life than just be a mother. So I, I, was, I was expressing my self-love to myself by having that abortion. That's how crazy they are. Hey, look, liberalism and the Democrat Party, it's a religion. And abortion is their sacrifice to Moloch. That's exactly what that is. Well, 709 at KTSA. Do you remember the old days when you didn't have to run your thermostat at 85 to 90 degrees? You didn't have to burn up in your house and you didn't have Urkat riding you. And you didn't have Jimbo over there in the newsroom saying, it's another power conservation day. Remember them good old days like just a few years ago? Why are we here now? We're here now because they have taken offline all across the state and really all across the country. They've taken offline for sure sources of power. You know, great uh, sources of natural gas that we need. You know, abundant sources of natural gas. You know, nuclear power is awesome. We got the South Texas nuke over in Baytown. It's awesome. We ought to have more of those nuclear power plants across the state of Texas. But, oh, no, you got the wacko saying, man, you got nukes out there. You might have a nuclear explosion, although it doesn't happen. And then, of course, their favorite, the devil himself, coal. Although our coal plants are the cleanest anywhere. And they shut all that stuff down, and they say, solar and wind, that's what we're going to do. More and more solar and wind. And then they come to us, the hottest days we've ever had. What we're going through right now this week, the hottest days ever. you got to turn your thermostat up to about 85. Say what? Yeah, they're all over the television. Turn your thermostat up to about 85. You're nuts. You're absolutely crazy. Well, we can't guarantee that we're going to be able to keep the power on in the state of Texas because the wind isn't blowing. And if the wind isn't blowing, the windmills aren't turning. If the windmills aren't turning, well, we don't have any power in the state of Texas, apparently, according to the people who ruin our lives. Oh, I meant to say run our lives. They actually do ruin our lives. 210-599-5555. Are you turning your thermostat up? You got it so hot in the house you can't stand it anymore? 210-599-5555. Well, that's what they're saying to do. I hope, and I know they they can they can tend to be really expensive. But I tell my friends, if you can get one, get a generator, because these people are going to allow what happened to California. They're going to allow it to happen here. Not just allow it; they're going to do it here, which means the power is we're going to have rolling blackouts. I mean, they are you know taking us well on the road to being a third world country by limiting the amount of power that is available, and it doesn't have to be that way. That's the deal. We have abundant sources of power right here in the state of Texas that we can rely on to make sure that we never, ever have this, the, these warnings uh, come to us again. We don't have to go through this. We don't have to live this way. They are making us live this way because they bought off on this Green New Deal bullcrap that's been pushed out there so hard, and they are kowtowing to the, to the extremists in the environmentalist movement. They're kowtowing to them, and they're giving, giving everything up to them so we have the threats of our power being turned off. And, in fact, not just threats, but it's actually happened this week that people have lost power here 
And it's because, well, when the wind isn't blowing, just like when we went through the, the, the winter and people actually died in their homes because there was no power available because there was snow on the solar panels. Is that the kind of life that we should live in America? No is the answer to that. You tell me what you think. 210-599-5555. Is that the, is that the kind of life that we should live here in the United States? To go back to you know where you didn't have any power, you didn't. It was not reliable. You have no idea whether you can have it. If you if you if you've been following California for any amount of time, and I have, and you've seen what they've done in California with the weird, wacko environmentalists in California that have brought this their problems to them, they, they are an abundantly rich state in natural resources as well, and not only natural resources, but obviously in money. There is no reason in 2022 that people should be sitting in dark, hot boxes of houses none whatsoever they are in california and even here in texas to a certain degree and even more so increasingly so here in texas why because of radical environmentalists who now control the people who are in power and they're the ones who are making those decisions well you can't have anything other than windmills and solar panels powering and uh, power generators. That's going to be it. And they're trying to do even more and more and more of that. Now, the reason for them, the politicians, buying off on this and doing this is not because they actually believe that it protects the environment. No. It's because they have friends and family members and others follow the money along the way who are make, getting filthy rich off of this. And when it comes to our president and the people on a national basis, we all know that that has to do with China. He's got to do all he can do to enrich China because China has done a lot to enrich his family. That's on a national basis. And we, the American people, who we, we are so, our land is so abundant in natural resources, we should never be sitting in dark, hot houses ever we should never hear from our power companies you better turn up your thermostat and you better turn off your you know whatever don't don't cook anything this afternoon because i we can't guarantee you're going to have enough power that should never be the issue this country is super rich and this state is super rich in natural resources this should not be an issue it's the politicians that are making it an issue hey ray you're on ktsa with trey what do you think you know uh, hey Nice to hear your voice. Uh, I'm a truck driver, and uh, I drive just about every other day to Corpus Christi, and I see all these windmills cut through, sitting in Rockport. Even on a good day when the wind's blowing, you don't even see a third of them turning, uh, uh, turning, not even less than a third. Right. They're like still, you know, like, why aren't these windmills turning? Because look how many are out there. Yeah. You know, out of 20, you see one turning. Right. Yeah. You know, and I'm like... No, you're right. I've seen it. You know, and then, you know, I tell my wife, you know, everybody pays CPS, you know, and you got to yeah. have all these trucks paid off and buildings paid off, but no, but you know what? You got to pay the CEO his bonus and all these other bonuses that they got to get. Ray, I got to let you go, but I know exactly what you're talking about because I've seen it myself. I've seen it up in, in North Texas, you know, in, in Northwest Texas, up in the Texas Panhandle, places like that, where they have an abundance of these uh, uh, windmills, and they also have an abundance in wind. Not right now. There's no excuse for this. There is no reason for us to have to live this way, other than they're kowtowing to the radical environmentalists, and they're making a ton of our money off of this. A ton. Hey, James, go right ahead. You're on KTSA with Trey. Yeah, appreciate it. I, I was, I'm sure you know, but Puto O'Rourke wants the... Uh, Texas, when he gets elected, so so he says to to join the western uh, western U.S. grid because he wants Texas to furnish California with a, with our own electricity. Oh sure, Powell's, yeah, Powell's drying up. We don't have there. enough for ourselves, and he wants to give it away. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. That's that, that's Puto O'Rourke, though. Well, that's why they are trying to, to to. That's why they want him to get elected. Do you know he raises more money out of the state than in the state because people out oh. of the state who are funding his his campaign they know that they're going to benefit in paybacks if he if he wins the governorship. They know what's going to happen. Absolutely, California's big dollars are. are oh, baby, 
or for him. It's crazy. You know it. Thank you, James. 210-599-5555. Carol, go right ahead. You're on KTSA with Trey. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. Um, so the reason – so you're right. I mean, the U.S. is abundantly rich with all type of resources and minerals, but these politicians have taken over these these years. They have made the U.S. – um, a business for their own family, for their self-serving purposes. For themselves. And instead of using, and instead of using the resources uh, here at home, they're letting China and, and uh, other, um, you know, countries probably using it, and they probably selling it, selling it to them, yeah, just to put money back in their own pocket for their uh, uh, family, their kids, for generations to come. Yep. These politicians are no longer serving the constituents. They're serving themselves. It, 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 it's a business for them, and that's why we need term limits so they won't be in there too long to continue to do this, like Joe Biden. You nailed it, Carol. Thank you. You got it 100% right. And I'm not a, listen, I'm not against renewables. Uh, renewables are fine. If you want to hang solar panels all over your place, that's a great idea. Get after it. If you can afford it, do it. You should do that all you want to. And as a municipality, if a city wants to do that or even a state wants to invest in these solar farms, okay, that's fine. But you got to make sure that all the other stuff is taken care of so that your people will never have to go through what we're going through. And it's happening not because we don't have enough resources. That's the thing about it. It's happening because they are purposefully limiting the resources that we have. It's like, the, you know, Joe Biden is in the Middle East right now, and he's going to sit down with the Grand Poobahs over there in Saudi Arabia. And what's he going to talk to them about? Well, could you please pump some more? And by the way, here's a big fat check to get you to pump some more. Now, how stupid is that? When we have so much here that we could buy from ourselves that he has taken off the market in terms of oil, that he is restricting the United States from pumping in so many different ways. It's not just Keystone. That's the one you hear all about. But there are a thousand ways that this man, since he got into power, is restricting us from buying our own oil out of our own ground and paying ourselves. Any smart businessman will tell you from Red McCombs to Don Rackler to any smart businessman, they'll tell you, you're smarter if you buy the product from yourself, if you're also not just the distributor, but you're the supplier of the product. Those guys know if you supply the product and you distribute the product, boom, you're, in, you're, in, you're golden. And we could do that here with our own resources. But instead, Numbnuts is going over to talk to the kings and the princes and all the others over there and beg them to pump more so we can buy it from them when we don't need to. We can buy it from ourselves. Now, somebody please, if you, if you can make sense of that, I'd love to hear from you at 210 why in the world does an American president have to go on his knees and go to the guys in Saudi Arabia and beg them to pump more? And like I said, he's taking our checkbook with him. I'm quite sure he's going to write him a big fat check to, to, to pump more. Why in the world does that have to happen when we currently are on top of incredible resources? In fact, our oil, our natural gas made America the wealthiest nation on planet Earth. And now, hey, we're not interested in being that anymore. We're more interested in buying it from them. Again, I say follow the money. I've said it every time. When when something when he does something like this, you just got to check and see if the big guy's getting his 10% off the top. Something ain't right here. When we have the resources, we have the ability to do this to ourselves or for ourselves, and yet he is traipsing off somewhere else Forget about the inflation here. That's not important. Forget about all of our problems here. That's not important. Let's go over there and buy resources from Saudi Arabia, resources that we have here. It's like having a pantry full of food and going next door and buying from your neighbor. What the hell for? you got a pantry full of food. Go to the pantry and eat. No, no, I'm not going to touch that. That's off limits. I'm going next door, and I'm going to pay inflated prices. And if you think they're going to give us a deal, they know we're in a bind. They have Joe Biden right where they want Joe Biden. They know 
They know who's going to get rich off of this deal. 210-599-5555. All right, let me tell you about BG products. We're talking about driving your vehicle, what it costs to operate your vehicle. With gas up 60% from last year, up 60%, you got to save every drop that you can. And the best way I know of is with BG. Now, I've told you now for about 30 years, BG products will help protect your vehicle. It's the best lubricity inside the engine that you're going to get. That's maximum protection. That avoids wear and tear and breakdowns and all that stuff. But if you use the BG 44K to clean out the the fuel system, that's everything. All the fuel lines, that's the valves, that's the injectors, that's everything. Clean all that out. That means you're burning the fuel more efficiently and you use less of it. If you're using less of it, you're buying less of it, and that's keeping more of your hard-earned dollars. Where and Rima. Seven twenty-six. Where and Rima. Sean's off today. Trey Ware, KTSA two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Say his name three times. He reappears just like a. Uh, just like Beetlejuice, uh, Fauci's back, and he wants you to put a mask back on. Hey, dude, nobody believes you. You're the one who told us that the vaccine would keep us from getting it, and now you're telling us the vaccine won't keep you from getting it. You're the one who told us early on, don't wear a mask. It's not going to do you any good. Now you're telling us we need to mask up again. Now nah, that's all right. I think I'll take a pass there, Fauci. Nobody believes you anymore, dude. Well, I guess there's some hardcore leftists out there that still hold on to every word that you say. But the rest of us who have any common sense, the rest of us who can think for ourselves, uh, we we don't believe you anymore, dude. (laughs) You lie to me once, shame on you. Lie to me twice, shame on me. We're done with you, Fouch. Um, There's a brand new hashtag that the (laughs) the Democrats are passing around right now. It's about deporting somebody, actually. They actually want somebody deported. Can you believe that? I'll tell you what that's all about coming up after the bottom of the hour news here on KTSA. And uh, any of these stories that I'm talking about, and we will talk some more about the Uvalde thing here in a, here in the next couple of minutes, feel free to jump in here at 210-599-5555. One of the things I hope you do to lower your grocery bill, actually get to a place where you can replace your grocery bill, is talk to my friends over at Primo Processing, okay? At Primo Processing, you can log on to their website, or you can give them a call, 830-521-DEER. Best thing to do is log on to the website at primo-processing.com. Your promo code is WARE, W-A-R-E, and that's where you're going to see all the finest, best prime meats available on the market today, and Primo has them for you. They maintain the strictest quality standards. I've been there. I've been through the plant. I had meat processed there, and I enjoy it all the time. There's never any cheap cuts that come out of Primo Processing. They carry only high choice and prime like T-bones and New York strips and fillets and all the popular cuts delivered right to your front door in an easy way. And, I mean, what they'll do is they'll mix and match in the in the box, too. You get online, you say, I want a, bit, a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and I want it this and that and the other. Boom, they custom make a box for you and send it to you. Or they've got boxes that are already pre-made and ready to get to you right away. Brisket, bacon, cheeseburgers made with brisket and bacon. Their primo house seasoning, which is great. You can buy the house seasoning, too, by the way. And cheddar cheese, all that. And they've got lots of keto options if you're watching The Waste. Delivered straight to your front door. Everything done the old-fashioned way. Buy directly off the Primo website today primo-processing.com again your promo code is where w-a-r-e finally the democrats have found somebody they want to depart <laughs> yeah me <laughs> you're, you're right don morgan they want me gone gone but no where, they, where are they sending you to I, I, hey man Mexico would be fine with me. Okay. Uh, Mexican Riviera, right down there around Quintana Roo, that'd be fine. Uh, no argument from me whatsoever. Um, or maybe Tahiti. They've got beautiful ocean in Tahiti. Do I get to choose? No, hey, no, not how that happens. Oh, okay. No. Hey, Joe, send me away. I, I got some ideas. Um, no, they're actually starting a deport Myra movement <laughs> got a hashtag and everything so democrats and the democrat party they're calling for myra flores to be deported now in case you don't know uh she's made national headlines because she's the first mexican-born latina to be elected to the u.s house of representatives she came here legally legally and won her seat to the House of Representatives. But they actually want to deport her as a legal Mexican and let all the illegal Mexicans and others, Haitians and everything else, come on in here. 
But is this a surprise to you, though? No, no. I mean, you had, you know, <laughs> we all knew it was just a matter of time. Uh, you, you know, this is not even the end of it because they're going mm-hmm. after Cassie as well, right. who was running against Henry Cuellar. They, they want to get rid of all of them. And while they're allowing, you know, the border to be completely open, those that came here legally and have husbands, by the way, that are Border Patrol agents, that's part of the problem. They probably want to get rid of them so their husbands will go with them because they want fewer Border Patrol agents when you think. There's a nasty plot there, isn't there? The plot thickens because they want to get rid of more Border Patrol agents. So if we just deport their Mexican wives back to Mexico, then their husbands will go with them and we'll have fewer Border Patrol agents. That's what they're thinking. They want to deport legal mexican citizen who came here you know, she she really should be the democrat dream right i mean when you think about it she came here she's first of all she's a woman right mm-hmm. and so well but they hate women now but anyway she's a woman she came here she did it the right way she rose up through the ranks she worked hard and now she's in congress she should be like wow they should be applauding her mm-hmm. nope i'm gonna send her back to mexico where she belongs which is not where she belongs. All the others that are coming in here illegally, that's where they belong. She obviously belongs here. Darn right she does. All right. Eric, you're on KTSA. Good morning to you, sir. What's up? Good morning, Trey. Yes, um, talk about the thickening plots. You know, I found it so strange that when the shooting happening in Uvalde, I was like, Uvalde, Texas, of all places. I mean, shooting can happen anywhere in our country, but... The first thing that came to my mind was this conspiracy theory. I remember just a month or so before the shooting happening uh, that you had made a mention on air about the mayor of Uvalde shutting down Highway US-90 to these big white buses that were passing through this city. And that was the first thing. Now, there is a conspiracy theory for you, but, you know, when you start connecting dots and you start seeing how the police reacted, I found that very odd. Why? Why would that be odd in your mind? How do, How does shutting down the highway to uh, illegal aliens and those coming in? How does that connect with the shooting? Uh, you know, it could be a payback. You know, like I said, it's just a conspiracy theory. You know, uh, but it was just so strange that it happened so close. Oh, I see what you're talking about. <clears throat> Yeah. That was the first thing that popped into my mind. So I know. I, I, this chaos? I, I know, Eric, and I, and I understand. And, and believe you me, man, I, I'm, you know, when it comes to our government and, and especially the swamp in D.C., I, I, I almost put almost nothing past those guys and their capabilities of evil and, and what they do. But, man, I, it really is for me a stretch to think that human beings, particularly in our own country, would do that to our own children in order to advance a cause, or as you're saying, you know, a political payback. I, it, it's such a huge stretch for me, man. I, I just can't even go there. And I, I, there's a lot of times, because I read so much information, I see so much that could develop into like a conspiracy theory, right? I, so much crosses my desk every single day. And, and and a lot of it could develop into well I see what they're doing there man yeah, I can certainly you know so I got I have to erect these walls in my mind a lot of times I have to allow for that kind of thing to be in there but I also have to mitigate it with you know you're talking about human beings you're talking about children and you're talking about local police officers who stood down you know they retreated and stood down and having them in on the gig and I just I I can't go there it's just not in my capabilities of my mind to be able to say that they were involved in some grand overall conspiracy whether it was a payback for shutting down the highway or whether it was you know to advance gun control legislation i know people are there but i just man when you're talking about little babies I, oh i i i get them doing you know i'm 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 all in on the on the jfk stuff and i know that you know people don't agree with me on that but that was not just one guy who, who had the capability to do that. i'm not saying somebody else pulled a trigger possible you know but uh, other people are involved on that deal. There's no doubt in my mind about that. But this one, man, that's a hard one to think, you know. Hey, Aaron, go right ahead. You're on KTSA with Trey. What's up? What's on your mind? Yes, I heard uh, about this 10-year-old that was had to have the abortion, that she was raped by an immigrant. 
and illegal immigrants. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. And you know what else I heard, Aaron? An illegal immigrant had already been deported and brought back in here. Now, I'm, I'm vetting that right now to see if that's actually the facts. But that's what I heard, is that, yes, illegal immigrant that was deported already and came back here and apparently, allegedly raped this 10-year-old girl, which caused this whole story that Joe Biden has been spreading around. Isn't that an interesting twist to a story that the president would use to advance his abortion agenda if it if it all started with an illegal uh, alien who came here and who had already been deported and came back here and did this to this girl, do you think the president's going to bring up that aspect of it? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I'm going to take a quick break. Sean's off today. I, when I come back, um, I want to talk some more about the video from Uvalde because my guess is a lot of you, when we were talking about this so much yesterday, hadn't had a chance to see it and hadn't seen what we were talking about, and many of you now have had an opportunity to see the police in full retreat, the police standing down at the end of that hallway, the police kind of hiding out. And my, you know, my curiosity now is now that everybody's had a chance to see it and it's been out there, what are your thoughts about what you saw on that video? If you disagree with me about my reaction to it yesterday, well, then feel free to tell me how you disagree. But if you agree or whatever, whatever your thinking is on it now, I'd love to hear from you. 210-599-5555. Um, I'm a big advocate for hardening the schools. I'm a big advocate for armed people on the school property and advertising it that way. I'm a big advocate for that. I believe in hardening the schools. I believe the schools being locked up. I believe in the locked gates that we see around private schools. I believe in the locked walls that we see at private schools. I believe in the constant locked doors at, that we see at private schools. And I believe in armed individuals that are there to protect our children being on every school campus in America. I, I'm a firm believer. And then taking it to the final step, the necessary step of advertising it and saying, you come to this campus to do harm and we will kill you. You come to this campus and you harm, you try to harm one hair on one head of our children and you will be dead. Oh, that's so harsh and so mean. I can't believe you'd be so harsh. Why would you want to advertise it, right? Nope, that's, that's called deterrence, baby. Hey, Sylvester, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go right ahead, sir. Yeah, you know, I just want to say something about these officers and these rowdy. And, I mean, I know you said the other day not to paint all the police officers with the blood spectrum or whatever they said. But you know what, Jay? I think all cops are cowards. You know that? I mean, I have friends in Uvalde. They say that these cops, they act real tough when they pull you over for little stupid things and, and violate little traffic violations. They act real, real tough, right? But I've seen them on TV, bunch of cowards. That's all I got to say. Okay, Sylvester, I disagree with you. But I do appreciate the call, 210-599-5555. Jesse, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go right ahead. Good morning. Thanks for your show, Trey. Thanks, hey, I, I, I need to disagree with Sylvester. I, I want to say, for the most part, I think cops have a hard job and they try to do That's a right. good thing. But Amen. like any profession, there's going to be a few that that make it uh, bad for everyone else. Absolutely. Seeing that video was tough and seeing their response was difficult. Um, I'm, I'm definitely a fan of of police officers and supporter of law enforcement but yes sir i think what happened yesterday or what we saw in the video from uvalde was was a huge huge cluster filling the mm -hmm. next word right um and they need to own it yeah that's right and and how what does that mean jesse when you say they need they need to own it yeah no excuses no uh that's what i'm tired of man i i've had it up to yeah. here with finger pointing you know biden does it all the time i'm i've had it up to here with finger pointing let's make excuses let's sweep it under the rug it's somebody else's fault somebody else caused this somebody else did this somebody else is responsible for the death of these children right. somebody else somebody else somebody i'm sick of that crap man i'm i'm ready right. for somebody to stand up and say hey we blew this big time we screwed exactly. the pooch on this one baby i'm ready for somebody to say it so my Trey. Again, thanks for what you do. Appreciate the show. I uh, love you guys. Thanks. Thank you, Jesse. Hey, Will and Mona, please hold your line. 210-599-5555. Stevens Roofing, hot South Texas sun beating on your roof. You know that's not good, right? It's not good for anything. It's not good for your body. It's not for good for your animals. And believe it or not, the, the, the roof, of course, inanimate, but it's not good for your roof. 
anything that you put out in the sun that stays in the sun, that lives in the elements, well, it's going to break down over time. Asphalt shingles buckle. They erode, even peel off. They expand and they contract a number of times during the day. And, and eventually, that's going to cause a breakdown in the shingle. What you need to do, you need to have a reliable roofer that you can trust handling everything on your roof. And that's Stevens Roofing. Whether it's commercial or residential, metal or composition, they're licensed by the city of San Antonio. Their estimates are absolutely free. They never charge to get up there and take a look. And you know, your roof really does cover your home and your family. You need to make sure your roof is safe and secure. And even right now, when it's a million and ten degrees outside, Stevens Roofing will have your family covered. 210-785-0994. All right. Right back to your phone calls. 210-599-5555. Hey, Mona, good morning. Thanks for the call. What's up? Good morning, Trey. Um, first, I want to thank you for your platform and the ability to speak here. Um, my husband has been in law enforcement for about 30 years now. Master Peace Officer. Um, worked with BC um, SO and uh, is currently an SAPD officer. And the common thing here is that um, they would not have hesitated one bit to have gone in um, because that's the that's their job, really. Uh, but the character of the person says a lot as well. And and um, and you can't be scared. This is this is what you signed up for. And saving lives is a part of it. Um, no matter what the situation, um, law enforcement has been going through a lot in the past so many years. Um, but um, the one thing uh, that doesn't change is the fact that um, that's their job, you know, and you have to have a heart in it. And and they shouldn't have hesitated at all. Um, but I also give credence to the fact that, you know, look where they're at. I mean, maybe they weren't trained as well as you would be in a bigger city. And I I think all of that will come out yeah. as well. I, I think some of it has. Well, they were they were trained, Mona. In fact, they had just gone through active uh, duty uh, or active uh, shooter, uh, shooter training. Uh, I think you've said it very well, though, and thank you for your husband and his service uh, protecting and, and defending us here. Um, I, I really believe that you you can have the sheer terror. You know, they say cop work, and I've got a lot of cop friends. They say cop work is 95% pure boredom and 5% sheer terror. And uh, I understand that. I get it. You can still be scared and still do your job and not run and hide and retreat, especially when you talk about kids who are being shot. They could hear. What you couldn't hear on that video were the children's screams as they were being shot. But those cops could hear the children's screams, and you just have to ask yourself, how in the world do you sit around the corner protecting yourself or using hand sanitizer when you're hearing children scream? Hey, Vic, go right ahead. You're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning to you. Hey, Trey. You know, when I hear your voice, I hear another voice, and that other voice is Ricky Ware. <laughs> I remember him, and you sound so much like him, and you're really gifted to have a voice like that. Well, thank you very much, Vic. I appreciate it. I love him, and I miss him every day, and I appreciate you listening. Thank you, Vic. Let me go to Kirk. You're on KTSA with Trey. Go ahead, Kirk. Yeah, I know those cops should have went in. I've been in the military in situations, but the one thing that's happening in the world today, everybody wants to micromanage you and second-guess what you did wrong and then write up what you did wrong. And I can see some, because I've been in those situations on both sides where Somebody should have done something, but they call in and go, I know I should do this, but I need you to say, okay, I can do it. And he and they're afraid to say, okay, so they got to pass the buck up one more level to double check. By then, it's too late to do anything. Well, Kirk, first of all, have, have you seen this latest video that came out a couple of days ago? Have you seen this one? Yeah, those guys have no excuse. Yeah. I've been in that situation yeah. when we had that, yeah. and I ran I ran into the yeah. Okay, right. and other guys ran the other direction. Right. So I know the difference. Yeah, that is that. Those yeah, guys, no, no, no. I, I got you. I got to let you go there, Kurt. I appreciate. It. Yeah, that is the difference, right? Because I was where you are right now. I was like, well, they were second guessing themselves. They were questioning themselves because of everything that's going on with BLM and you know the whole defund the police movement and and police being locked up for this, that, and the other. And Kim Potter gets thrown in prison because she accidentally pulled her service weapon instead of her taser and an honest mistake. Those kinds of things would make a police officer question themselves um, and second guess themselves and, and have some self-doubt but to me clearly on that video that's not what that was that clearly was retreat that was self-preservation 
And, man, this is one of the reasons I'm not a Leo, and I'm friends with many of them. This is one of the reasons I'm not. It's because that's, that's a calling. You know, they talk about being a pastor in a church being a calling. They talk about nurses being a calling, and I believe all that's true. But I also believe if you're going to be a police officer, that's calling as well because you're willing to lay down your life for other people. And these guys were not willing to do that. Clearly to me, what I saw in that video, these guys were not willing to lay down their lives for those children. They ran. They hid down in the corner. They didn't do it because they were second-guessing or because, oh, my God, if I go in there, maybe I'm going to get you know in trouble. Somebody's going to get mad at me. No, they did it because they were shot at. They could hear the, the guns, and they were afraid of, of the guy. That's why. In my view, that's exactly what I saw on that video. And as a police officer, you can never be there. As a police officer, you got to get with the program. I will take more of your calls coming up, 210-599-5555. Let's go. Back in a minute. Things that I used to do. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Was he saying it's hot? Gotcha. I've got a friend that spells it H A W T, hot. It's hot. It's 808. Trey Wareshaw's off today, and I'm looking at the orange shirts from in Uvalde. That's the parents and the other people that say, look, they're emotional. The parents are, I understand. But I got to tell you, you know, it's it's such a shame. I see kiddos in there, too. I'll say it. Nobody else will, but I will. Gun control advocates are using these grief-stricken parents to advance gun control. I'll say it. I don't care. I don't mind saying it. They're being used by gun control advocates, and so are these children that are down there wearing the, the orange shirts. Enough is enough, and we got to have more gun control. You know, it makes absolutely no sense that you should lose your gun rights because of what happened in Uvalde. That, that's just senseless. That, that, that makes no sense at all. In fact, I'm looking at a gun right now that's sitting on the counter. It hadn't moved. It hadn't shot anybody. So that's not how guns work. But when you're a gun control advocate, you don't care about the truth, and you don't care about common sense. You just care about one thing, and that is, and folks, listen, this is why this is being done. When you destroy the Second Amendment, you destroy the First and the Third and the Fourth and the Sixteenth and all the others. All the other amendments to the Constitution rest on the Second Amendment, and that's what they're about is destroying the Second Amendment, and they will use tragedies like this. What you saw here was one nut job and then a bunch of police officers who didn't do what they should have done. That's what you saw. And for you to lose your rights and for me to lose my rights is absolute insanity. And John Cornyn, we should vote you out the very next time. 210-599-5555. Hey, Hilda, good morning to you. Thanks for the call. Hilda, let's try Peggy. Good morning, Peggy. You're on KTSA. Thank you for the call, Peggy. Hello, Peggy. Okay, I wonder if we're having phone issues. Hilda, are you there? Yes. Okay, go right ahead, Hilda. Hi, hi there. I want Hi, I wanted to know um uh I hear the I hear how the uh, law officers are being called coward. I don't understand how we can have that many cowards in one place from different uh, law enforcement agencies. That's my thing. <clears throat> well, that's a darn good question. It's one that the authorities need to, excuse me, need to answer and need to address because it doesn't make That's any sense to me many. either. No. And I'm, too many. I, I'm very you, careful sir. about that. Thank you, Hilda. I'm very careful about using that word in a, in a circumstance like that. Using Because you know, coward to me is still a really big word. <laughs> you know? And, and when you're calling somebody a coward, you're calling them basically a curse word. Um, so I, I, don't, I don't know that they were cowards. I just I can't explain why they ran and hid like they did and, 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 and went into full retreat. 
And, and, and a lot of people will say, well, they were ordered to stand down. Somebody gave that order and told them to stand down. Yeah, but you know what? When you're hearing the kids scream and you're hearing a gun go off, you have what's called in law enforcement, same as the military, you have the right to disobey an unlawful order, which that would have been if that order was given. Hey, Peggy, go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Oh, hi, Trey. Good morning. Um, Uvalde smells like a boatload of dead fish, okay? It really does, um, doesn't it? It, it really does. It really does. Yeah. Um, I think the police departments, generally speaking, have been compromised from the outside with the defund the police movement. No doubt. All of that going on. They uh, they question their own judgments. All of you know, it just goes with a whole bunch of other crap, frankly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, they it could have been compromised from within. Mm-hmm. You know, who is sure. running our law enforcement agencies? Right. Right, who I agree. Is, who is in place? You know, communists don't stop Mm-mm. at anything. They don't care who gets hurt. Um, a small town in Texas? That's perfect. Yeah, for them. I, I don't know who's you inside, know, and I don't know who's outside. But uh, yeah, I, I I do understand what you're saying. Is our institutions, of course, all you have to do is look at the education institution in America, right? And and look and see how they've infiltrated education. Whether you're talking about K through 12, or they started with higher education, right, and started to stuff the heads of of people in colleges and universities across this land with all kinds of Marxist bullcrap, and now it's in the schools. You know, they're doing they're, they're a bunch of perverts going after their sexuality and talking about their own sexuality and bringing in these uh, these cross-dressers and everything else to put on shows for them. Uh, that certainly goes on, and it's because they've been infiltrated. Again, that's not every school, and again, it's not every teacher, and again, it's not every school district that has done that, but it has happened. And to think that, uh, and of course, our politics, our political institutions have been infiltrated. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but... Uh, it, it, it's still hard for me to think, and I don't have any evidence right now that Uvalde or that school or that or that uh, police department down there or the school police department was infiltrated from the inside. There's no doubt in my mind, though, the outside forces do lay pressure on police all the time about should I do this, should I do that. They second-guess themselves and they question themselves all the time uh, because of what's happened, BLM and everything else. I did not see that kind of questioning in this. It's not like they were worried that they were going to go to jail or that they were going to face some sort of repercussions. These guys were running for their lives. Hey, Nora, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go right ahead. Good morning, Trey. Yes, I agree with you. It's horrible, 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 horrible. And I knew that from the get-go. But um, they need to do something with funding the police better, training them better, and not to second-guess themselves. I agree with Peggy. There's something else going on. You know what else, Nora? And I'll just slip this in here. Thank you for your call. I'll slip this in here. You know, I think a, a lot of places, and uh, and we're seeing this in the military too, and we're seeing it in small town police departments, and even in large town, big city police departments like SAPD as well. The standards are being lowered for the people that we're allowing to come in. Once was a time, you know, I talked about the feminization of mask of men uh, yesterday. Well, there once was a time when we had higher standards of who got in the military and who got into law enforcement and who got onto the fire department and so on. And the, and over time, we've had to lower the standards and lower the standards and lower the standards. And, lower the, and now you're not getting the cream of the crop. And that's part of the problem as well. Hey, John, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go right ahead, sir. You made a comment about voting cornering out. I've been saying that for a long time. because Yes, you have. Actions, and uh, but I think it's changed now with this last uh, little tomfoolery that he was doing with the gun grab, and, and I think a recall now is in order for him. And there's another thing going on with the Sioux Valley. Compare it with the January 6th police. Uh, there were resignations. There was suicide, I believe, among the law enforcement up there at Washington. Now, down here, it just looks to me like these there were uh, people that wanted to go in, and they were held back. Yep, and that right. looks to me like that came down from the top, and that's what needs to be looked at. Sure does. Every aspect of it needs to be looked at. Thank you, John. Brian, go right ahead. You're on KTSA with Trey. What are your thoughts? Hey, yeah, hi. Uh, there's lots that can be said about this, but one thing. I want the name. I want the name of the person that was 
having those cops outside hold the parents back. And I want the name of the cop that I do kept too. those police from going inside. I want the name. I do, too. I do, Plain too. And simple. Yep. I want the name, and I want it now. And as soon, as soon as I get it, Brian, I will be broadcasting it, all right? And thank you for your call. I appreciate it, because I want those names as well. I want the names of those who were calling the shots. I want the names of those who gave the order to keep the mama out. I want the names of the, those who held the, the husband back and the, and, the, and the father back. I want the names of all of those guys. Absolutely right. Sonny, go right ahead. You're on KTSA with Trey. Yes, it's unfortunate in that video coming out, but uh, we can always look back at the true heroes we had, which were 9-11, that walked into straight danger Absolutely. knowing that they were going to come out losing their life. Absolutely. And these guys were right there where they could have saved a life, and they didn't do it. Yeah. No, you're. Th- those are the first ones I thought about, were those guys going up that tower on 9-11. And look, in 20 years' time, in 20 years' time, look how everything has changed. Mike and Mark Hold on just a second. I got to take this quick break here, and I got two lines open: two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Trey Ware, KTSA. This is Ware and Rima. Yeah, one hundred three today, but my cool all time. Some of that rain blowing in here. What six p.m. Uh, went on through? I don't know. Looks like we could get a pretty good front that moves through a little bit later on. All right, Sean's off today. Trey Ware, KTSA two one zero five nine nine fifty five. 55, and thank you for holding on. Mike, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead, sir. Thank you, Trey, for taking my call. I saw the video, all 77 minutes, and I think I'm going to hit this from a military perspective. Please. You have to know your enemy. You need to um, talk about the rules of engagement and brief those every morning, and uh, specifically the use of force is not only expected but is authorized. Set up a safety zone around the school patrol it with at least four armed guards that are radioed together. You have signage around the school that advertises that the use of deadly force is mm. authorized. Mm-hmm. And you enhance the video uh, surveillance and equipment and don't send any money to Ukraine, but keep it back here mm-hmm. for our schools because the schools are going to start in August mm-hmm. and nothing's been done. Only The only talk has been emotional talk about restricting the Second Amendment. Thank you, sir. You've said everything that I've said about it, Mike. Way to go, man, because why in the world are we sending another $7.1 billion into Ukraine to protect the Ukrainian borders, and we're not locking down our schools exactly how you described, at least four armed guards per school. Mark, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go right ahead, sir. Hey, good morning, Trey. Love your show. I have the same respect that you have for our law enforcement officers. However, in this case... I think the people of Uvalde have, are going to be losing respect of their local police force because of what the situation, what happened there, and then the video that came out. And so I think that the state needs to come into the local area, clean house, and establish a new police department so the locals have respect for the, the, the police. Yeah, that's, that's my comment. Uh, you know, and I appreciate that, Mark. Unfortunately, what's going on right now is the locals are being used for gun control measures. The locals are given shirts, you know, and they're marching out, and they've got television coverage. They're getting on TV uh, to advance gun control. This has nothing to do with gun control. Gun control does not, will not solve this problem. This is a manpower issue with those men that were in that building. David, go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Hey, Trey. Yes, sir. Just uh, wanted to take up for the uh, officers a little bit. Uh, I've been in fire department side of things for 20-plus years, and these guys are taking a beating, and and this fits the narrative that the globalists and and everybody wants this to fit. It checks all the boxes for them as far as gun control and defund the police, beat the cops up. What's going to happen is you're going to end up with a bunch of people that that shouldn't be cops. All the good people that should be getting into the police service are not going to do it anymore because of all the heck they're catching. And uh, I, I think we need to, to stop playing into the left narrative on this. Support our police officers. Yeah, a bunch of bad decisions were made, <clears throat> especially at the command level. If you don't have a strong incident command on an incident that large, things are going to go bad. Things are going to go wrong. Miscommunication. It happens all the time. 
And I just wanted to take up for the officers. Well, David, I'm glad you did. But let me just be clear about this. I'm not painting with a broad brush. I've been very specific. If you've heard my comments about this, my comments have been about those particular officers that went into retreat on that day. Not even all the officers who were there, but the ones who went into retreat. You say you're a firefighter, and I appreciate your service, but there's no way in the world you're going to go to a burning house with children inside and stand outside with your fire hose refusing refusing to put water on that fire. You're not going to do it. I agree with you. Yeah. And so, and so the reason, let me, let me finish my comments. Let me finish my comment, David. So the reason, the reason when we talk about this, the reason that we talk about this is so that we can know what went wrong so that we can fix the problem next time. You guys look at video when, when you go, when you respond to a fire, you look at video and you see how you guys respond and you see what you did and all that kind of stuff so that next time you know where you screwed up and how to how to make it better and that's why we need to have this discussion it's not about bashing these guys in the head i don't need to bash anybody in the head what i need to do though is make sure the truth comes out and the and the leadership in uvalde's been hiding the truth and that's enough we need to make sure the truth is out so that we can make sure this doesn't ever happen again that's my point yes sir i agree with you on that and also don't forget this is a small town police department and we're trying to hold them to the same standards that we would hold San Antonio Police Department to, who has an on-duty SWAT team, all these other resources. <clears throat> uh, well, police David, I, I, I respectfully disagree with you. Did you did you did you see the video? Yes, I watched some of it. It yeah. was hard to watch, Trey. I'm not, I agree yeah. with you. There was a lot of mistakes made. Yeah. I'm just yeah. these guys are taking a beating, and and I, I feel like <laughs> nobody's standing up for them. I know most yeah, of those guys. Well, I, I, I can't. David, I thank you. i, I got to let you go. I can't stand up for these particular guys right now based on what we have seen in this video. And I've tried. You know, I've tried to give them every out in the world since this thing started. I've been like, no, well, maybe they were upset about well, Maybe they were questioned whether or not they were going to go to jail. Or maybe they were concerned they were going to get sued. Or maybe this or maybe that. I've tried to give them every out until I saw that video. And I'm like, no, they were running for their lives. And you can't do that in this situation. You cannot run for your life. You've got to run to the fire. That's all. That's all I've said. And I'm not trying to bash anybody in the head unnecessarily because I don't need to do that. I don't get my jollies from that kind of stuff. I get my jollies. This is how I get happy when we get the truth out and you guys know what the truth is as far as what's going on. That's what I care about. And I thank the mayor and all those people down there. They've been trying to hide the truth from you guys. Hey, Ed, go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Well, good morning. Um, You know, uh, the criticism is well-deserved for the local guys. But on the other hand, I think we should point out that the people who put a stop to it was the last people you'd think to call, and that's the Border Patrol. (laughs) No. (laughs) It took the Border Patrol to get there and do it, right? (laughs) Yeah, a guy who's getting a haircut and borrows a shotgun. Yeah. Well, here's here's the deal, and thank you, Ed, for your call. Here's here's what it proves. It proves the Border Patrol can can lock up the border if they're just given the opportunity, right? Because we know that they can handle business. Paul and Richard and Bob, don't go anywhere. i got to make this quick break for the news. I'll be right back to visit with you as well. Trey Ware on KTSA. Sean's out today. River City Oral Surgery. That is my friend, Dr. Mark Havercorn. I had such a great meeting with him a couple of days ago. Learn more about him. Learn more about the practice. And i got to tell you what the coolest thing is that he does. He puts his prices right on the website so you know exactly what you're going to pay Uh, that's it there's no guessing about it there's no rigmarole with insurance companies it's right there this is what this costs this procedure is this much now why doesn't everybody do that why doesn't everybody in the medical profession put their prices on a website so you know what you're going to be paying before you ever make that appointment and talking about making the appointment you don't need a referral he's a surgeon of course in fact, he does a lot of like transplant uh, patients and stuff like that. And and usually with surgeons, got to have four doctors call with a referral. No, not with Dr. Havercorn. Uh-uh. He, he's ready. He's ready to take care of you. Whether you need a tooth taken out, you need dental implants, or you need major facial surgery. Dr. Mark Havercorn handles it all at RiverCityOMS.com, RiverCityOMS.com, and on the phone at 210-778-0002. All right, back to your phone calls, 210-599-5555. By the way, Trey Ware here, Sean's off today. Uh, I'm going to be gone starting tomorrow through the next week. All right, got a little vacation time to burn, so I'm going to get burned with my family. So I hope you have a great week the next week. Let's go to Richard. Richard, you're on KTSA. Good morning, sir. Yeah, hi, Trey. Uh, 
a couple of things, if you don't mind. Uh, number one, the guy that wants to uh, recall our senior senator from Texas, I'm with him 100%, and I talked to uh, I'm lucky I got a big-time cousin lawyer. We can't do that Mm-mm. because he's in a federal post, mm-hmm. and there is nothing in the U.S. Constitution to recall. There's no recall. The recall comes up in two years when you, when you go to the polls. That's when the recall comes. Yes, sir, and uh, yeah, we can get rid of him by uh, impeaching him. That's the only way we can. Well, get but rid it's got to be an impeachable offense, and he has not committed one. So, you you got to vote him out next opportunity. Okay, you said a couple of things. You got something else? Uh, yeah. Yesterday, I called in the Sean show, and uh, I'm Vietnam vet, and I the army teaches you something that courage is contagious. And I found that That's to be fact. very true. That's a fact. Very true. Yep. And uh, proven. I'm a witness and a participant. Uh, and I never thought about the opposite side of the equation. Maybe cowardice is contagious. It sure is. You bet it is. And, and Richard, I have mentioned that from the very beginning. When that uh, husband showed up, or when that daddy showed up, instead of preventing them from going in, I would have placed the AR in their hand and said, buddy, we're going to follow you. Because their bravery would have led you into that classroom and, and you could have taken care of business. Instead of locking them out, instead of taking the gun away from them, instead of holding them back, he's the first one to go in because he's got a vested interest in getting in there and getting his wife out or his or his daughter out and protecting them. We'll follow you, brother. Hey, Bob, you go right ahead. You're on KTSA with Trey. What's up? Yeah, good morning, Trey. Uh, I listen to you every morning, and brother, on this this subject, you are right on the target. The, you know, it, it's a false narrative to say we cannot criticize when somebody does something wrong. Yep. You know, this was a failure on an epic level, and and they need to they need to criticize themselves as much as anybody. They need to look at what they what they did, what they 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 you know how they acted under under fire, and criticize that and change it. Because we cannot allow this to happen again. That's the only way you can change. So, so That's the only way you can change. Yeah, Roger that. I mean, it's one thing to criticize to tear somebody down, and that's not what we're doing. Nope. We're we're saying what went wrong and what could have been done better. I mean, all you got to do is look at the, the officer working on his Boy Scout badge for hand washing to know something went wrong. You know, it's it's uh, you know we we have to we have to step outside of of the rancor and and be you know be critical and fix this otherwise you know and and the, the, one of the key things I, I i saw in that video was we need stronger schools because oh. that that killer oh. he reached for the door with one hand with the gun in his other hand and you're preaching my sermon and locked second i said you're preaching my sermon I mean, that's exactly right. We need to lock these schools up. We need to have fence all the way around them. We need to have patrols outside who are armed and ready and ready, you know, whatever. We need sirens on these schools so somebody can punch the panic button and a siren goes off and everybody in the whole universe knows that there's a problem at that school, can respond to the problem at that school. All they need is is, is something that's going to make a loud sound from on top. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that they need to be doing at every school. You know what? I, I, I don't care what goes on in Ukraine. I care about my children in these schools here. And this uh, numbnuts president that keeps sending money to Ukraine to protect and defend Ukraine, hell, spend some here. Let's get some boys at these at these schools who know what they're doing. Let's put some sirens at these schools. Let's put some fencing up at these schools. And let's protect these children like we mean it. All right, Victor, I'm I'm better now. Go right ahead. Morning, <laughs> Good morning, Trey. Good morning. morning. Uh, I I totally agree with everything you say, and I do respect all uh, law enforcement, and I do not. um, um, I'm in oil field, and uh, we have something you call a stop work authority, where anybody, anybody on you know from the bottom of the totem pole can stop a job if they feel unsafe. Well, this is kind of uh, like kind of the same. If they were told to stand down, somebody could have said, no, I'm not going to stand down. I'm going to go do something about it. You have a duty in the military and in law enforcement to disobey an unlawful order. That is your duty. You are told that. uh, You you are trained for that in the military and in law enforcement. If you get an unlawful order, 
Uh, you do not have to follow it. And certainly anybody telling you to stand down when children are being massacred just 20 feet from you, that's an unlawful order. You don't have to follow it. And, and one more thing is I, uh, my family is a landowner, and we are 30 miles from the border, and I am 20 minutes, 30 minutes away from any law enforcement. We've, I've seen groups of people, you know, big groups of passing to the ranch and i stay away from them but other landowners have seen what you they're they're backpackers you know dressed in black with firearms how am i supposed to take uh protect my family if they want to take guns away or anything like that amen that's that's it victor you have got to protect yourself you've got to defend your family and your property and the only way you can do that in today's world is you have to be armed and trained and ready to use it hey paul go right ahead you're on ktsa with trey what's up yeah um to secure, you know, uh, freedom here in America, again, we've lost it. The good folks of America better understand how freaking evil and corrupt and how these people will do anything, anything, including sacrifice your children. All you got to do look is look back as 1940s Germany. All you got to look back in Stalin. I, I think he, 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 he murdered a few million women and children. All you got to look back at is the killing fields, and now all you got to do is look back in current history, the lockdown in Shanghai, and in recent history, um, all you have to do is look at, at in 1993, where a reluctant reporter came on the air and said, ask a question that no, no, no uh, paid reporter would ask. They didn't ask this question once. Why are they shooting into a a home they know there are a lot of women and children in. Why are they doing that, and why aren't they asking this fundamental question? You better understand the connection between 1993 and Uvalde. If you don't, you're going to lose your country. Okay, thank you, Paul. 210-599-5555. Charles, go right ahead. You're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning, Trey. Give me 30 seconds, and I'll explain something. I like the way sometimes you have people on your show and you put them on the hot seat. I'm going to give you a name. You know how you have a broadcast and you have to have a license to broadcast? Well, here in the state of Texas, there's only one law enforcement license, and that is regulated by TCLO, the Texas Commission on Law Enforcement Standards. They hold the purse strings. Kim Vickers is the director. I need, I would like for you to get your superstar there, Elaine, to get him on the phone, and you put him on the hot seat say, sir, what are you going to do about these bunch of people that I see on this video? What are you going to do about it? You hold the purse strings. You're going to take their license. What are you going to do? I think that would be great for you to do. Very well said, man. And, and Elaine is over there taking notes, and we'll try to get that to, that person on. Uh, I, I still, you know, uh, prior to this happening, I talked to the mayor down there. I still want to have a conversation with him. Everybody all along the way, everybody involved in this all along the way, I want to talk with all of them too. I want to know exactly what was said inside of that school. I want to know who gave what order, when they gave that order, why they gave that order. I want to know all of that stuff. We, we want to have McCraw on. You know, we're going to talk to McCraw at some point and find out what he has to say from the DPS perspective on all this. You bet. Uh, and then uh, I want to try to find somebody who's going to primary uh, John Cornyn because he chipped away, and for no reason at all, chipping away at our Second Amendment rights that has nothing to do to protect any child in Uvalde or anywhere else. Instead of doing that, he ought to be demanding that that Ukrainian money or wherever Joe Biden is wasting money go to these schools to harden these schools. And when I say harden them, I mean tough where they can't get it, nobody gets into that school, and you got armed guards on our schools all across America, and you advertise it as such. This is a place that if you come here to harm one hair on one head of one child, we're going to kill you. And that's what we have to do, folks, in today's society. But I don't like that. That's too hard. Our schools shouldn't be that way. Well, I don't care what you like. We don't always get what we like. We get we have to do what's necessary, and that's what's necessary to protect the children in our schools. If we're going to give away the most important thing in the world, say the liberal Democrats, well, if, that, if you mean that, then lock these schools down and put armed guards on every single campus all across the food. Well, that just costs too much money, really. As you write another $7 billion, we're now up to $57 billion going into Ukraine. You want to tell me that Ukraine is more important than our schools? Go ahead and call me and tell me that. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
Call me right now and tell me Ukraine is more important than our schools and our children. Go ahead. I I I challenge you to have that debate with me right now on the radio in front of millions of people around this world. Let's do it. You want to tell me it's more important to spend all that money in Ukraine than it is right here on the schools in America to protect our children. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. 210-599-5555. Trey Ware, KTSA. Oh, no. Oh, no. Are you serious? Uh, Don't you know I'm tired? You're going to make my head explode. The professor's coming up at 9 o'clock. And I was hoping that I wasn't going to, you know, have to really think. But the professor makes you think. See, that's the thing. He gets all up inside your head, makes you think through things. Smartest man uh, he and Jonathan Gerwitz in a room, you can power all of San Antonio, all of Texas, with that brain power that comes out of the two of them. And uh, so you got two hours full of the professor coming up at 9 o'clock. I can't wait to hear what he's got to say about this and uh, the other stuff that's on his plate today. I love Jack Riccardi personally, and I love his radio show, and I have ever since he was across the street. So check him out 9 o'clock this morning. Let's go with uh, Scott. You're on KTSA with Trey. Hey, Scott, what's up? Hey, Trey. How you doing today? Very well, man. some hard truth for you. I got some hard truths for you, brother. All right. I got one, one first question. What is, the, what is the penalty for crimes against humanity? Uh, death. Exactly. Now, you got the, the richest people in the world, the rip, richest corporations, all of them tied in to trying to hide crimes against humanity. That's why all this stuff is happening. That's why they want to disarm us, because once the truth comes out of what they've done, the public will not take it. So... What's going on in Ukraine, why they're sending all that money to the Ukraine is because that's where they use the whole entire world funnels their money through and launders their money. And the labs that I are believe there that. that are doing I believe it. I it, do believe it. It's the truth, sir. Yeah. You, you asked why you asked to tell you why it's more important to send the money over there. Yeah. I didn't say you'd like the answer. Yeah, no, I, I like hear you. Answer, I know what you're saying. That is the answer. Yeah. They are covering up their crimes against humanity and they don't give a crap. Yeah. about any human life. They just want to stay alive themselves and stay in power. Yeah. That's the truth of it, sir. You wanted to know? Yeah. That's the truth no, of no, it. No, no, no. I, I watched Oliver Stone, man. I, I got it. You know, he, he, he did you watch his his thing about Ukraine? I did not watch uh, it because I'm already in tune to what's going on. Yeah. I already understand what, what's happening, and right. I don't need uh, another person to tell me. Well, he's a liberal whack job you know, uh, actor, but his his documentary on Ukraine will open your eyes. And the same names keep coming up and have for about 45 years in Ukraine. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, Scott. Eat the Rich. Art Collective Mischief, they're the same group that put out the Satan Shoes with Little Nas X last year. They now have the new uh, Popsicles. New Popsicles, one of them called Bite Bezos for Amazon founder Jeff Bezos. Munch Musk for Elon Musk. Suck Zuck for Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg. Snack on Jack for Alabama uh, Alabama uh, founder Jack Ma. Google, Google uh, no, Gobble Gates <laughs> for Bill Gates. <laughs> They're mad over there because, you know, the rich are rich and we can't have rich. So they're selling ice cream cones with those names on them that are twice as expensive as normal ice cream cones, and they're racking up the money. Yeah, okay. Can't beat them. Join them, right? Oklahoma man allegedly killed his friend over the weekend because he thought he thought that his friend was going to feed him to Bigfoot. <laughs> That's not funny. He killed the dude. Anyway, yeah, they were out noodling together. Now, that's where the trouble started. Anytime you're out noodling with a friend, and he somehow got the idea that his friend was going to feed him to Bigfoot while they're out noodling together. Yeah, no. Okay, a little bit more of that story than uh, meets the eye. Jack Riccardi is up next. Uh, I love you, San Antonio. I'm going to be gone for a week. I'm uh, taking off tomorrow and all the way through the following week. It's actually some time with my mother-in-law. I'm going to spend some time with her and enjoy some family time with the with the girls as well. So have a great week, and I'll see you the following Monday, all right? This is my son, Justin Ware, with Brian Vellante. I'll see you further up the road, baby.